thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Caleb Rutherford. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very last episode for season number two of the Transform Podcast here on the Scattered Abroad Network. If you've been with us for this entire season, thank you so much. If this is your very first episode, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so very much. Um, I would recommend, though, if you want to kind of find out what's going on, go back to the very beginning. And there you'll maybe find out some more information that will be helpful to you. But before I jump into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much um, for the year that you have helped us have here in 2021. Um, it's, I'm just, I still can't get my years right. 20, 2020 threw me off and I haven't got back on track since then. So anyways, thank you so much for being with us for, uh, the season one and season two here in 2021. I'm so grateful that we were able to kick off and launch the scattered abroad network back in January. It's crazy to me that we are already at December. Um, as, as this episode is being released, it is wild that we are a whole year down. Uh, but so thankful um, that what we've been able to do, so thankful um, and excited for what we're planning on doing. Um, and hopefully we will be able to accomplish these things. We've got new podcasts coming out. Uh, we've got a whole Spanish side that's coming out um, here in, at the beginning of January. I'm super excited about that. We have a brand new Spanish podcast coming out. Um, so if you know any, uh, fr any friends of yours who would be interested in that, please uh, get that podcast out to them. You can find it all on our website, scatteredabroad.org. As always, you can go to the bottom of that website website as well, uh, plug in the information and be signed up for our newsletter. And there you're going to get all the information that you need to stay up to date uh, with our network. Uh, also, don't forget um, that here at the Scattered Broad Network, we push out content every single day. So I think the schedule may be changing up just a little bit as we go into this next year. Uh, but all of our content should be out there for you. We're super excited for what we're going to be able to do. Obviously, all to the glory of God. Without him, we would not be able to accomplish anything or do anything. So we're thankful for where we're at. Now let's jump into the Transformed Podcast. I'm grateful. This is actually, I guess, maybe like my fourth season technically, uh, but second season with the Scattered Abroad Network. I'm thankful uh, to be on this network and for all the people that we're able to reach. Um, as we close out season two, you know that we've been doing, I guess, really three uh, series of episodes um, in this particular season Episodes one through eight transformed into a person of faith. Episodes nine through 16 transformed into a soldier for God. And now episode 17 through this episode, episode 21 being transformed into a Christian and to help us do that has been our great friend, Tucker Wallace, man. Thanks so much for being on the podcast again. Dude, it's been an honor. I'm thankful to wrap this one up with you, but it's been, it's been great, man. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun talking about these things. And uh, um, if you want to go back, and I recommend you that if this is your first time listening um, to th this particular series here in season two, I'd recommend go back to episode 17, um, get the background information as to who Tucker is, why he's on this particular podcast, talking about this particular subject. Um, and that'll make some more sense. And I do recommend that you then listen to 18, 19, 20 before you get to episode 21, because that is critical that you do understand those ones before we we jump into this very last episode and really what better way 
to knock out um, this very last episode and talking about the most important thing that a person could ever do in their life, and that is give their lives over to God um, and, and and through baptism, through salvation. So what a beautiful thing it is. As we talk about being transformed into a Christian, talking about baptism, Tucker, talk about the role that baptism played in your conversion as we kind of, I guess, walk through your conversion story and then wrap everything up and kind of bring it to a close. Talk about kind of everything that went on there. Yeah. So, you know, these last four episodes, we've been building it all up and it all led up to, um, August 15th. It was a night, uh, we we're doing our premarital counseling Tuesday night. And I just remember like the way Bruce Hatcher, so it's Bruce Hatcher's on one side and then Meg was right next to me and we were like going over stuff. And I think, I guess after we finished, I was talking to, uh, we did a little Bible study and, um, the way he was talking, I was like, man, I feel like you're the way you're saying it. Like, it doesn't sound like I'm a Christian. Yeah. And one of the greatest things that Bruce Hatcher ever did. And I recommend anyone doing what he shared with me was to get a sheet of paper out one side, write down what you did. And on the right side, write down what the new Testament Christians did, write down everything you've done and the way you've grown up and how you, you know, that you've learned to become a Christian. And then match that when you go through starting in Acts 2 yeah. and the following of like how these this pattern of these Christians, how they uh, responded to the message of Jesus. And so that, whenever that was laid out and I saw both of them, that was like, okay, I want to be baptized into Jesus like right now. <laughs> and yeah. Meg actually told me, she's like, wow, I didn't know that was, you were going to do that. And I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to like, and I was like, well, yeah, I just don't want to, like, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss like, cause so many people think so many different things about baptism, but it's like, ultimately it's like, well, how did Jesus design, you know, how did God design baptism and what was it for and everything. And so, um, that, yeah, August 15th, 2017, about 8 PM, I was baptized into Christ for the forgiveness of my sins, contacting his blood. Um, not a, not a bath or nothing to wash anything off, but more of a spiritual, yeah. um, like God connects me to the blood of Christ and I appeal to him and, um, and he washes me. And then like, you come out a new person, you're not, it's not some holy water. And, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was the best decision I ever made besides marrying Meg and having sure. baby Dirks. Sure. <laughs> sure. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it's great to hear different stories of individuals and how they came to know Christ, how they put him on a baptism. It's really, really cool seeing, because like you, we've talked about this before, you can come from any background from anywhere in your life. Yeah. Um, and, and the, you know, we, we understand that God, there's no partiality with God. He doesn't look at people and think you can be saved, but you can't, you know, that's not how it works. It is open. The gospel is for every single person in this world. The gospel is for all. Um, and what a beautiful thing that is. But unfortunately, as we look at baptism in our religious world, um, there's a lot of confusion about the concept of baptism. So Tucker, talk about what baptism is. And I guess really the role that it plays uh, within New Testament Christianity. Yeah. So just to compare, usually the Christian culture says it's just a symbol mm -hmm. and everything. Um, but when you look at scripture, even if you like, so I actually had this chart. I know you've probably seen it, but it's like, well, it's probably hard to see on Zoom, but <laughs> <laughs> like it has these different accounts of these Christians uh -huh. who have obeyed the gospel and it shows like, if they've heard the gospel, believe, faith, repent of sins, confess right. Christ, and then baptism. And then in all of these accounts, there's 10 of them that are in scripture. It has them all being baptized. And it's like, okay, is this all a symbol or is there something more going on? And, um, and so one of my favorites that I've actually talked with a friend about is that, that Acts 22, 
when the, the when Paul's telling his conversion story of how he became a Christian. And um, I think his is probably one of my favorites but and one of my friend's favorites because it's really hard to argue it. Like he meets Jesus, he's blinded. He's told, Jesus tells him to go to Damascus. You're going to meet someone. And like Ananias knows he's coming. Um, the guy who's in uh, Damascus, uh, Paul's like with, I think what, without food and water. And he prays for like three days and it's like, okay, if he's praying, why hasn't he been saved yet? So then he gets to town and Ananias is like, Hey, why are you waiting Arise, people? You know, he, well, first he heals his eyes. So he's, mm-hmm. he sees then, And then, um, he's like, well, Hey, why are you waiting? Arise, get up, be baptized and wash away your sins. And so it's really crazy. It's like, if you lay out any kind of story, it's like he meets Jesus. He doesn't know who he is. He says, who are you, Lord? A lot of people say that's when he became a Christian, but he literally asked, who are you? And then he's told what to do. He's blind. Well, Jesus blinds him. They have to guide him to Damascus. He's praying, you know, he prays for three days, no food or water. He gets there, Ananias heals him. And then he's like, hey, now you need to be baptized, into, you know, baptized so you wash away your sins. And so it's like, okay, if he, if he still had sins and he, he was told to be baptized to be you know, washed, it's like, well, why? Um, you know, why did he have to do that? And so you look at all the different accounts of, of scripture and this graph is really awesome. But I mean, you look at Acts two, which it's literally the, like, so Matthew 16, uh, 16, 18, Jesus said he's going to build his church. Mm-hmm. He's talking to Peter. He's going to give right. him the keys to the kingdom. Next thing you know, Acts two, Peter's preaching the first sermon. These people are, they realize that they're the ones that kind of help put Jesus on the cross. They're like, yeah. man, they got cut to the heart. And they're like, what do we do? And I, that's the awesome question. It's like, we all should ask it like, all right, well, how do we save ourselves? Well, the question is we can't. Yeah. And so these people believed in them. And so this is one of those verses, like it doesn't say like believe and confess and all that. It says, um, repent and be baptized. And so you base off of the other context of the other verse and be like, well, these people already believe at this moment. They're cut mm-hmm. to the heart wondering what to do. Yeah. And so it says, repent, be baptized for the, for the forgiveness of your sins. Um, and you know, and so, uh, and you'll get there, receive the gift of the Holy spirit, but, and that's another topic for another day, but like the most important thing is like, so, <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's another subject, but anyways, <laughs> right. they, uh, but the most important thing is like these people wonder what to do. And Peter's like, Hey, they, these people believe they repent and they, you know, um, and they were told to be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. And that Greek word doesn't mean because of, it means into, um, and so it's, um, I think it's AIS, ICE or ACE, however you want to pronounce it, but it's like into forgiveness. Um, I mean, all these different stories, you got the, the Ethiopian eunuch and he's out in the middle of the desert and he just got, he's traveling back from worshiping God and he meets, um, uh, Simon, what was it Simon who, or Philip, what, uh, yeah, Philip, wasn't it? Yes. Um, you can edit this out of your but <laughs> he meets, <laughs> Um, the eunuch meets Philip. Philip's told to go talk to him. And he's like, what are you reading? And he's like, you know, I don't know how am I supposed to know if someone doesn't teach me. And so he, he teaches, he's reading, uh, Isaiah 53 and which is really cool because it's kind of like the, it's, it's talking about Jesus. Right. And so, um, it's really cool. So I, you know, that's a really cool little Easter egg for you. But then, uh, that I learned, um, but then he sees water. So he, it says he preaches Jesus to him. Then he sees water out in the desert. And he's like, you know, what can I, you know, what's hindering me from being baptized? And that's when he says, like, you know, if you believe with all your heart and then you can. And so it says like he immediately, they went down the water and he came up rejoicing. Right. So it's like, then there's a ton of different stories. And, um, 
you know, I'm sure you, you have, you, you can do put in the show notes for different things, but um, these people, the pattern that's happening in scripture, isn't someone becomes a Christian and then they wait till another day and then they get baptized. Like you start seeing people, they're baptized in the desert immediately. They're baptized immediately at midnight. They're baptized immediately when they feel conviction um, on Acts 2. Like, uh, you know, it's just all these different people who are all of a sudden going down in the water immediately. Yeah. Um, and they come up Christians. And um, so, sorry, that was like a really long <laughs> explanation. No, that's, but that's good, man. I, ultimately, there's a pattern that you will see if you want to see it. If you choose just to see what you've always believed and you don't ever set that stuff aside, you'll always see that stuff. But right. if you're like, okay, God, I love you. Let me see this. And scripture is plain. Like anybody can read it. Now there's some tough stuff in it, but it's so simple. You see this pattern. People believe they hear the word, they believe it. They repent it. They choose to change their life. They confess Jesus. And then they ultimately are baptized into Jesus. And that's the point where you contact the blood of Christ. Um, and um, yeah, I'll stop there for a second. <laughs> No, you're good, man. I was letting you roll. You're good. No, it's it. it no, that's, you're exactly right. And I think we also need to understand, too, as we go through this, baptism is also something that is considered an immersion, too. It, it, there's no yeah. sprinkling, oh, yeah. pouring, anything like that, um, because there's a lot of confusion about that, too. If you go back to the Greek language, mm-hmm. it's the Greek word baptizo, and it literally means to immerse, to submerge. Um, and so yeah. uh, sprinkling pouring, whatever, any of that kind of stuff. It's not biblical. It's not found in scripture. And also think about, go back to your occasion in Acts chapter eight. You think about Philip and the eunuch. You were right. It was Philip. <laughs> um, but he was talking, <laughs> he was, think of it. <laughs> he was talking about, which is cool. Hebrews chapter, or Hebrews, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 53. There is no Hebrews 53. Um, <laughs> Isaiah 53. And it is talking about Jesus Christ going to the cross, which you said it, it's super ironic. That that's what he was just happened to be reading, right? Um, yeah. but yeah. so he, 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 he's convicted. He understands he needs to be baptized. If they needed, if, if he needed to just be, just have a little sprinkle or pour or whatever, why do they both have to go down into the water and they both have to come right back up out? They could have just stood at the, at, at there. Mm. Philip could have grabbed a little water, thrown it on him. They wouldn't have had to go in and get wet. Why? Well, because it's an immersion and they understood that. So we need to understand that baptism is also an immersion. Um, but as we go on, why is it, Tucker, in your estimation at least, that a lot of people just don't like this idea of baptism? Why is it people buck at this idea of baptism? Um, I think one of the things like that's definitely obvious is like tradition or emotion. Um, if you do, that means you're accepting that maybe some of the people are wrong. Uh, maybe it's family, confusion, or pride. Um, one of the arguments, so we, we get a lot of people that message us and Aaron Gallagher does an amazing job handling all that communication yeah. on the side of the podcast and, and Scott does on Facebook. So both of them guys do awesome. But uh, a lot of people will say, well, you're doing a work and um, they, they claim that you're actually working for your salvation. If you're having to do something and, you know, we've talked about that throughout this and there's a, a bunch of different resources that scattered abroad has and, um, you know, different articles like Christian Courier and different, mm. different, different awesome articles that break down all that. But ultimately, um, people that say that baptism work, they don't talk about how, like they say, like faith is a work and that repentance, you actually have to choose to let go of stuff. Like you yeah. physically you probably have to, like, if you're an alcoholic, you got to stop doing that. If you got to do, if you're doing this, so there's different things. Like, um, we talked about earlier in this podcast that faith only it's, it's your faith and works, but there's, 
the idea that baptism is work isn't true. Like it's, it's literally God saving you and you're giving yourself up. Um, and the only way like that ties into, like you said, that baptism is only immersion. Uh, it's when someone who gets to that age of accountability that realizes they have messed up and they've gone against God. Um, the only way to reenact what Jesus did for us is by being baptized, being immersed in water. It's someone else is doing the work and, you know, bringing you down. Um, I drew this like little arrow going down then a tomb then a cross and an arrow going up, mm-hmm. but it's like, you're going down, you're being buried. You're washed in Jesus's blood spiritually. It's not like there's really no blood in the water. It's not a bath. Um, and then you're raised back up to a newness of life. And in that moment, you're calling on God. And one thing that that verse that I never heard growing up that really has helped me. Um, so you sing of the story of Noah's Ark. You know, there was only one door. Uh, and some of this stuff, I've, it's taken me a long, a long time to learn this stuff. So uh, don't ever think we're on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're all people. Hell but like yeah. Noah's Ark. Yeah. yeah, Noah's Ark, one people. Noah's preaching and nobody listens to him. And like, except for like him and his family. And so um, there's one door to the ark. God closes the door and everyone else thought he was crazy for saying like, Hey, the rain's coming. You got to, You know, you need to repent and get on the boat. And they're like, you're crazy, man. Mm-hmm. And, th- and like, there's only one way, which is through that one door onto the ark. And so what's so cool was like, I love like when stories and movies, like when things kind of like all tie together. Yeah. And then I remember Bruce Hatcher showed me this verse and, um, let's see first Peter three. And, I'll just read it real quick. It's like, uh, for Christ also suffered. This is verse 18. Also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the spirit by whom he went, preached the spirits in prison who formerly. And so this, now this is going to tie into Noah who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long suffering waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is eight souls were being saved through water. There is also an antitype. Um, which now saves us baptism, not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, a lot of people um, will say, well, you're saying that baptism alone saves you. We're like, no, what we're saying is that Jesus saves us through baptism. And, and, and we're like, when we're being baptized, we're being baptized into his blood, just like who saved Noah, God saved Noah, but you know, what saved him? The, the ark did. Right. And so like, how does God save us today? He saves us through Jesus, but we have to be baptized into Christ. We have to be baptized in the water. And that is just like us going into the ark. Like there's one way into the ark that now ultimately the ark saved. I mean, ultimately God saved Noah and the eight people, you know, all of them that God saved them, but he used the ark. And so God today saves us through Jesus. And we're told to be baptized into Christ. So that's kind of like, just like it says, like this is an antitype baptism, which now saves us. It's not some holy bath or nothing, but an answer of a good conscience. Another um, translation says an appeal to God. And you're calling on the name of the Lord. And that is baptism saying, save me. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't save myself. And so just like how God used the ark to save Noah, God uses Jesus today. And how we contact the blood of Christ is through being baptized in a death and a resurrection, just like Jesus is. Um, and it, it is symbolic and there's a lot of meaning behind right. it, but ultimately that's our connection to the blood of Christ. Um, and it's all of those things together. If you just went out and was baptized in water, then it wouldn't have done nothing. But if yeah. you, if you hear the word and believe it and choose to change your life for God, repent and confess Jesus, like 
you know, no matter what, I'm going to stand up for him forever. And you're ultimately giving your life up to God and being like, okay, Lord, I'm yours. Like save me. And someone baptizes you into the blood of Christ um, and it washes you. And then you live faithfully and you have this hope and peace and joy of that. If I mess up, God's got me. And I have the, um, the hope that I get to go to heaven and live forever with my creator. So sure. Yeah, it's. I think beautiful. it's awesome. I love that. Oh yeah, beautiful thing, isn't it? It's crazy to think about. And I, I think about Romans chapter six. Um, this is just after uh, we mentioned. I guess was it maybe last episode? Um, we talked about Galatians six one and two, talking about how you can't live the way that you want to live, and just assuming that grace is going to cover you, you're going to abuse it. That's just right after Paul talks about that. Um, talks about can we continue in the grace of may abound? Certainly not. We've died to sin. We're not going to live any longer in it. And then he jumps to verse three and he says, or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ, were baptized into his death? Verse four, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So that goes right along there with what you're talking about, how it is a burial, yeah. um, like that immersion into water, um, but symbolic of Jesus going going into the, into, into the tomb, but then rising again, just like we also rise in newness of life. So it really is a beautiful thing. Uh, it's an awesome thing, uh, to be able to have, um, and yeah. what Jesus Christ has done for us. And we can just see God's foreknowledge and wisdom, um, in all of this and how it plays out for us. Now, let me ask you this as we close out this episode, close out the season, we talk about this idea of baptism. If someone, and this, this may be sound kind of blunt, but, and I think in some sense you kind of have to be, um, because that's the way the truth is. If someone is not yeah. baptized for the remission of their sins, are they saved? Well, just like we said, if you're not connected to the blood of Christ that washes you, then you just because you do those things before, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, the short answer is you're not saved unless you're buried into Christ right. and you're covered by his blood. And so a person who isn't baptized into Jesus isn't saved. Um, even if you hear it and believe it and, and repent and all that, like you haven't, you know, you haven't washed yourself. Like you haven't washed yourself with the blood. Um, and so a person who, who hasn't been baptized um, for their forgiveness of their sins, knowing that going into the water, because a lot of people say, well, I've been baptized. Um, I was baptized like three times, but I just did it because I, I was just trying to say, hey, look, I'm, I believe this. Right. But once you realize that, like once you see scripture and you're like, okay, this is the reason why I do it. And, you, and I remember standing up on that baptistry that night around eight o'clock and just being like, okay, I'm doing this not for anyone else. And I know not for a family, knowing that my family is probably going to hate me. Um, but knowing that I'm doing this because this is how God designed, just like he used the ark. This is the door into the blood of Christ um, where Jesus washes me. And so I, I, honestly, sometimes I wonder why people make it such a big deal. Like literally, if you love Jesus, who cares? Like if I have to go like, I don't know, like, like become <laughs> Spider-Man or something. It's like, I'll do it. Right. If that's what God wants right. me to do. Like, but the greatest advice ever, and I just got two final, two final notes. One, thank you guys so much for listening to, to my story, and, and I'm so grateful for Caleb and everything he does. Um, but Bruce Hatcher, like I said, he gave me the greatest advice ever was take that sheet of paper, write down on one side your story, and write down and how you became a Christian on the right side, write down the pattern, what you see of the Christians in the New Testament, and then think about that uh, chicken spaghetti recipe. Like, if you start adding stuff, it's not the same, it's not the original recipe. And so, um, that, that is, it's the most, be it's, it is a tough thing to question yourself and to question what you've believed, but ultimately it is the best thing to ever do because 
when you just come to God with a humble heart and say, Lord, I love you no matter what. Um, and you just see the simple gospel, like you will never want to go back because once you see just the simplicity of like, here's the pattern, this is what they did. This is how they became Christians. Why are we doing all this other stuff? Like, why are we adding all this extra stuff to our chicken spaghetti recipe? Why right. would we not just eat the original? Why don't yeah. I, why not just be that? And so, um, yeah, man, it's been an honor being on here with you guys, man. I appreciate you so much. I, I love your story, um, where you've, where you've been and where, how you've come to where you are now. Um, and I just am so appreciative of your love for God and his word and being on fire for him. And y'all are busy and I love it. I love what y'all are doing over at GBN and all the stuff you guys are doing. It's it's just been a blessing to get to know you. I really appreciate you taking time to be on the podcast. I hope it's been a benefit to the listeners. Uh, I appreciate you taking your time out and uh, just hopping on with me, man. Anytime, man. Love you guys. And you're you're the man, dude. You're going to be an awesome dad. (laughs) I appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. Seriously, though, to our listeners, if y'all have any questions, um, we would be more than happy to sit down and talk with you. Um, We love nothing more than being able to talk about the Bible uh, to people who are interested in hearing what it has to say. And so if that is you, if we have said anything that maybe confuses you or something that you've never heard before, please reach out. If you have any questions or any doubt in your mind, please don't leave that there. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out what it is and what we can do to help you. Um, so please reach out to us. You can find, you can do that in our show notes below. All of those links are there. Thank you so much for being with us for season two of this Transform podcast. Thank you so much for being with us for the first year of Scattered Abroad. We look forward to next year. We look forward to season three of the Transform podcast. We look forward to Scattered Abroad 2022 and all the things we're going to be able to do. Please stick with us. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, may God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.